0: Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you and about you. Those of you that work so hard for your money, and you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now, to live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, about living a life of meaning and purpose, because as you're blessed financially, you have the greater ability to create an impact in the lives of others. And guys, I appreciate you allowing me to create that ripple effect through you, man. I, I've loved seeing how much this show has grown. So thank you for binging and sharing and, and, and better yet implementing and living this stuff. Right. So thank you so much for tuning in as always, you know, check our website, moneyripples.com. If you're in a situation where you say, Chris, we got at least 150 grand of cash is sitting around, or we got at least a couple hundred grand of home equity. And how do we get it to where we can actually work because we want to not because we have to, how do we create that game plan? You can reach out to our website. Just go to the contact us page and we can help you out there. So check that out. Hey, how would you love to earn up to 10% on your money every year while also helping people stay in their homes? Guys, that's exactly what the Fund with American Homeowner Preservation allows you to do. You can invest with as little as $100 and be able to use that money to help people stay in their homes by being able to refinance so they can stay in the homes with the families that they love. And guys, this is only open now until November 5th until it's closed for the rest of the year. So if you want to learn more information about this, go check out their website, www.fundingahp.com. That's F-U-N-D-I-N-G-A-H-P as in American Homeowner preservation.com. Check it out. All right, guys. So today I've got a special guest, uh, someone who I've known for the last few years that I've been able to work with and have that wonderful privilege, but she's a, a rock star in her own right. Uh, and so uh, I wanted to bring her on. So uh, really, I'm bringing on Whitney Hutton here for you guys. Uh, A little bit about her. Uh, She's out in the great state of Colorado. so just next door to me from here in Utah. Um, She's a real estate maven who, after purchasing her first rental in in 2002, hit a major home run. So naturally, the next time, you know, it wasn't so great. You know, so uh, she decided to take control. She got it figured out, um, doing real estate more the right way, right? And uh, she realized that success must leave clues, so she studied and replicated the very personal finance and wealth creation strategies the wealthy used to create financial freedom for herself. So Whitney, welcome to our show.
1: Thanks, Chris. Happy to be here.
0: Yeah. So give us a little bit of backstory. I mean, obviously the last, you know, two decades really, you've been doing real estate and uh, and like all of us, if you've been doing it long enough, you got bumps and bruises, but you've learned a lot too. Uh, but you know, help us fill in the gaps of more about who Whitney is.
1: Yeah, from a real estate perspective, I got started in two thousand two completely by accident and bought a house um, with a significant other. And about a month after we closed, the relationship fell apart, and it's like, uh oh, I have a house. I have to pay for the whole. I have to pay for the whole thing because <laughs> uh-huh. um, it was all under my name. And uh, you know, a little bit of panic set in. So I, you know, was young and you know didn't have any other ties. So I stuffed the property full of roommates, and then I'm like, wow. I need to do a rehab on this property. So fortunately mm-hmm. my roommates were pretty cool. They didn't mind living in a construction zone. And so um, this is before YouTube. So I went to Home Depot and bought the Home Depot 123 book and <laughs> learned how to do everything myself and learned the things that I shouldn't be doing like plumbing and drywall. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole other story. But maybe fast forward <laughs> 11 months later, I turned that property um, for a $52,000 profit profit But what's even more powerful is I hadn't been paying the mortgage. My roommate's been paying the mortgage and I've been pocketing cash. And uh, it wasn't really until after I closed that property. I'm like, wow, how many more of these can I do? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, thinking I was a hot shot, I moved into the second property and tried to re- replicate the exact same thing. Didn't go so well. There were some very fundamental pr- principles of real estate that I had ignored, like w- number one, location. Mm. Um, anyways, but, you know, you know, took my bumps and bruises and um, fortunately, you know, it didn't go, go completely upside down on that property. And, um, you know, a few years later, my husband joined me in my antics, as I call it. We didn't really, we realized we didn't have Financial freedom. And I think that's where you and I met. Is I, we had just started kind of dabbling our toes in investment real estate, yeah, um, yeah. buying hold real estate. And I was like, okay, this is it. This is what's going to get me on the path to financial independence. But all my funds are locked up in my 401k, (laughs) Chris, help, (laughs) help me, help me, help me figure this out, like we knew we had the funds, we knew we had the money, we'd been saving, you know, for 10 years living off of one income, and so, um, yeah, and that's really where you and I met, And you just really kind of uh, threw some gas on that fire that was already starting to burn, and you know, fast forward, I think, over the next two years of us working together, we scaled up to 30 single family properties. And then that's when we made the transition to multifamily because right. my husband wanted to be able to step away from his job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we were just like, yeah, 80 single family properties, probably not for us. We needed to get more doors with each transaction. And so, you know, yeah. the past couple of years I've been working um, in apartment syndications.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So So kind of take us through the process you learned, right? Like what helped you take those first steps? You know, like, obviously, I mean, you did the whole renovation and everything yourself with that one property, but what got you to really start to grow more doors when you got into the multiple doors? What what was that mental process you had to go through slash, you know, even, you know, crying or, you know, pain, or was it just super easy? You're like, this makes sense. Let's do it. You know, what was it like for you?
1: Yeah. So, um, we actually hit. Uh, an inflection point so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um and it was really my husband um works for the government and we actually, you know, we were we'd already gone through a couple furloughs. We had a small child at home. Mm-hmm. And so when my husband went on furlough, we you know, we we now only had one paycheck coming in. Right. And so we were like, duh, duh, you know, we've have these bucket this bucket of equity that we keep building, but mm-hmm. it's stuck in 401ks. We can't leverage it now. We don't have any cash flow coming in and like um, uh, we, and I don't know if you guys remember this and I'm, I'm blanking on the air, but there was one year, it was like seven weeks over Christmas holiday that my wow. husband was on a furlough.
0: <laughs> wow. Um,
1: fortunately, we had savings, you know, stacked up. So we weren't really sweating it too much, um, mm-hmm. But we were just like, okay, that's it. Never again. This this is just for the birds. We got to figure out how to do, you know, start making cash flow. And yeah. a couple of our friends had been purchasing rentals locally here in Colorado. Um, they weren't making cash flow, but the tenants were paying rent to, you know, pay down the mortgage. Mm-hmm. And so eventually they were building buckets of equity. And I'm like, well, why don't we just go to another market where the cash flow is way better? Yeah. And so, um, we had, that's where we had started. You know, I think we purchased four properties in Indianapolis and then two mm-hmm. in Kansas City. And then we kind of got stuck because we didn't, we couldn't figure out how to leverage the rest of the funds that we had. But it was really so the inflection point for us was one of pain, right? Yeah. We knew we had the money. We, if it was sitting in the bank, all we were, it was like losing, you know, you know, eroding during, you know, due to inflation. And honestly, yeah. I couldn't even told you that that was happening. I think you helped me realize that. Uh-huh. Um, and then too, it's just like, it wasn't generating, we weren't leveraging and, you know, putting it to work to work for us by leveraging cash flow. So,
0: yeah. So that pain was kind of that point of like, Hey, something needs to change here. Right. And, uh,
1: yeah, we just weren't in our control. I mean, we are yeah. also facing, you know, I think about a year later we were facing, um, you know, uh, you know, potentially, you know, government pensions were on the chopping block. Right. And, you know, that would be a lot for those to go away. However, mm-hmm. but you just realize just how out of control you really are. of yeah. like your financial future. And I was just like, yeah, okay. 401 ks are nice. Pension plans are, you know, are okay, but I need something. I need assets that are in my control that I can do with what I want.
0: Yeah. Well, it's true because pension, you have to wait. Till whenever whatever age they tell you to wait till, right? And then and then yeah. you said the 401k, you found out even when he's being furloughed, well, if the 401k is locked up, I can't do anything with that. So what do we do? Right. It's 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 almost as if you didn't have the money in the first place.
1: Yeah. I mean, we could take a loan against it, but oh guess <laughs> what? You gotta start paying that loan back next month plus interest. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, we were like, but he doesn't have a job right now. I mean, he has a job, but he wasn't, he's not getting paid, but anyways. Yeah. So we were just like, we need to, we need to go about this entirely differently. I mean, when we were, um, looking at some of our friends that had like rentals and what they were striving to replicate and even just, you know, quite simply, you know, picking up, you know, a few books about, you know, all these other, you know, real estate gurus we are just like, it's really, it's simple. It's not easy. Yeah. Um, to get into real estate. And it was something that I understood, right. I had already been, you know, doing living, flipping and house hacking. Like we knew, I knew how to buy a house. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. So I had rent, you know, lived with roommates. I rented it out. I'm like, okay, I can do this. Um, so it was kind of like really a guide gliding path after that for us to, you know, just continue to scale up the portfolio. Um, but, you know, you know, every every step, every time you hit a ceiling achievement, you got to figure out how to re- reorganize your systems. And yep. you know, we got to four homes and we had to figure out how to save up more money to meet the lending requirements. And then mm. we hit seven homes and there's yet another set of en- underwriting requirements for lending. We hit 10, guess what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who's going to get the homes now? Is your spouse on board? Right. Um, so he yeah, we- their credit. Fortunately, my husband very much, was on board with that. Not all spouses are. I totally get right.
0: it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. There's always a new set of rules as you, as you hit the next level, isn't there?
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, but the, for me, I love solving puzzles and those are the puzzles that I, I, I really enjoy trying to solve.
0: Yeah. So today, like you said, you're doing more with multifamily. Like what's, what do you, what do you feel like you're doing right now? Like what's your, your next thing?
1: Yeah, so uh, you know, I spent the past few years really focusing on building our portfolio um, on what I kind of call syndication, multifamily commercial real estate syndications, and mm-hmm. you think of it as turnkey for multifamily. So we still have our single family um, rental portfolio. Mm-hmm. I treat it like an ATM. So I take the cash flow, continue to reposition the equity out of that portfolio to um, essentially get into larger real estate, like playing monopoly. Mm-hmm. You know. For, yeah was it four greenhouses equal a red hotel or four red houses equal a green hotel, right? Yep. Um, We have the camping version now. So I'm kind of like losing track on like what the original Monopoly game is. But um, so that's what we're focused on right now. And, you know, we've expanded that part of our portfolio, um, you know, fairly well that I need to actually kind of go backwards and rebalance it with some single family. I mean, I think this is a wonderful time to lock in low interest rate debt. um, And, you know, sit on the assets, you know, obviously things are appreciating quickly now. Will they hold? I don't know. But, you know, eventually the rents are going to start climbing to catch up with that.
0: It's fascinating you say that because I hear a lot of people and some people look at me crazy saying very similar to what you just said, which is most people, when they start to scale up, they start saying like, oh, single family was so, that was so five years ago for me. Like I'm now multifamily, right? And you know, single family, I don't buy that anymore. It's too much of a headache. Well, what you know, you've seen both sides of the spectrum. You've been on the single family side, you've been doing multifamily as well. Why are you buying single family in this case?
1: Yeah, it's single family and small multi-control
0: assets, right?
1: I completely control. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, because if you think about it, the syndication, I mean, you, um, there's an immense amount of leverage there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you and I were just talking about this pretty recently. Like I can leverage an, an expert operating team, their mm-hmm. market knowledge, their ability to get credit and lending, um, you know, all of their systems and their ability to, um, leverage other investor money to access large assets. Yeah. However, if I need money in three years during the whole period, guess what? I, it's not like I can go sell that it's on true, the open it's market. Locked like I, it's locked up. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, I think it's worthwhile to have a balanced portfolio, right? Because single family and multifamily that, they, um, they're technically on what we call uncorrelated assets in the real yeah. estate space. So they move a little bit differently from each other.
0: That's very insightful. I love yeah. it. Okay. So you're moving into a little bit of single family just to balance out the portfolio, but you still have both, right?
1: I do. Yes, very yeah. much so.
0: Absolutely. So what, what is your like next in life that you feel like you're going for?
1: Well, travel. (laughs) Honestly, like we we we're so excited Um, and, you know, hopefully in the next year or two to get back to, you know, traveling the world and, you know, this, you know, time during COVID, you know, I, you know, I understand there's been, you know, winners and losers and, you know, challenges all over the place. Yeah, um, we've all faced them, and I feel like you know we've just really been heads down on trying to like you know stabilize our portfolio, harvest the equity that we can, reinvest as much as we can to expand our cash flow. That way, when things safely start opening up for at least us and our family, you know, mm-hmm. for us to be able to travel, we're we can be entirely location independent and you know start checking off some of these bigger life you know you know bucket list dreams like going to Africa and New Zealand yeah. and. New Zealand's on our hot list. We just, you know, we've got a lot more challenges. I mean, New Zealand's got to be able to welcome us too.
0: (laughs) New Zealand's a little locked down right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, but those are things, I mean, we're, we're really excited to you know, show our daughter the world. We did a lot of world travel before, you know, we actually came off when the world locked down, we were coming off of um, travel to Mexico Mm -hmm. and we, we just really are super excited to, you know, continue to show our, our daughter to the world. So
0: I love it. Living the dream.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and then also, you know, in tandem to that creating mm-hmm. an impact, you know, yeah. how many lives can I touch and and just show them the the power of, you know, uh, you know, on a smaller scale, what you do, just, you mm-hmm. know, the, the power of um, looking at your finances differently than yeah. you know, what we're taught and trained to do. And, you know, how can you get into, I mean, anybody, you know, realistically can get into real estate. It's not for somebody who has like a million dollars or a college education or anything Mm -hmm. like that. You know, it's, it's a business that anybody can start.
0: That's right. Absolutely. Well, last question for you, like what's that for those that are listening here, maybe they've, they've, you know, maybe they've saved, been a really good saver. Maybe they've been paying off their home even that, but that's really like the main asset they have is their house. And they haven't really, gone serious into doing all these alternative investments what would be your advice for them what would be like something you would want to have told yourself maybe almost 20 years ago
1: open your mind find somebody to help you and open your mind Um, you know there's the you know the the adage is like what's the quickest um you know distance between two points and most people say straight line that requires that they have a plan and that they execute the plan perfectly. But right, what right. if you could actually fold that piece of paper in half and put the dots even closer together? You collapse time. And that means getting a coach, somebody that you can work with, that you know can lead you and guide you through this process. Um, you know, Maybe people resonate with the book, Who Not How, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, find, find that who in your life that's gonna get you from point A to point B um, much faster than you ever could yourself.
0: Interesting. Use, using mentors to create a, a financial wormhole.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, that's, you know, our work together. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, if I had executed perfect, per, you know, perfectly and had the plan of perfect plan laid out, could I have figured it out? Sure. Where would I yeah. be? I have no idea. I can tell you it wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. Um, and that's what you're able to do for us is, you know, just like spend time. Be like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Point A, point B, this is the plan. And let's like, you know, fold that paper in half. Get you there faster.
0: It shows you just what kind of nerds we are when we both know you're referencing wormholes, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we're not the only ones right now that are like, I know what you're talking about, Whitney. I had, I had it before even Chris said it. But yeah, that was the image I had. Like, oh, that reminds me of my son talking about wormholes all the time. Yeah.
1: It's funny that you say that is my um my uh in-laws gave my daughter some astronomy books and they're laying on the table and we were reading about wormholes the other night. Yeah, that's
0: there you go. But that's a great, that's a great visual. I love I like that. That's a it's a different way to say than just the straight line concept, right? It's like, no, it's creating something that seems seemingly impossible, you know, but it's it's about creating that acceleration, you know, the old zoom there.
1: Acceleration, velocity, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Um, I think that's I will say for me, some, a growth concept for me over the past year, and maybe you've already experienced this with your kids, but, mm-hmm. you know, my daughter has been at home schooling um, for the past year, and I just seen just how rigid of a process it is, yeah. right? And, and I'm, I'm not getting into debate here, but, you know, it's, it's, I can now understand why I grew up with that mindset and how it took so long for me to challenge that mindset because I was ingrained in me. Yeah, like you don't ask for help. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you don't. You don't like copy somebody else's plan. You know that's, that's cheating. But uh-huh. really, like you know that that's how the the greatest build businesses. Um, you know Henry Ford. I was reading a quote by him. You know I think most people are pretty familiar with it. You know, mm-hmm. you know he didn't. He didn't know everything about the car. He had no. everybody on speed dial that knew about the car. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what you need in your life is, are, are those people that can help you achieve the results that you desire.
0: I just had this image of Henry Ford like this on speed dial, you know, like.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rotary dial.
0: <laughs> that's right. It's like, good thing. They only have three numbers in their phone number. You know. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, Whitney, I really appreciate your time today. This is such great content, such great wisdom that you, you really shared with us today. And I know that there's many, many people that got a lot, of, a lot out of this and we could probably even pull so many segments of this. We could even create its own shows just out of that. So really appreciate your time and your generosity.
1: Absolutely, my pleasure. And you know, thank you to, to you and many ripples for creating the impact that you guys have in our lives too. Well,
0: you're so welcome. Thank you. Well, everybody else, there you have it. Like, you know, Whitney is, is just one person of, you know, of few of the proud, you know, like I say a few of the proud, there's probably million, you know, probably at least a few million of us in America that think like this and do these kind of things. But guys, like, it really is about not just, it's taking that learning, opening up your mind, seeing something different and then acting differently. And, and Whitney's living proof of that guys, like she is proof that someone who did the very things you've probably been doing and you could be doing it even better. In fact, you might be the only person in the way of your own freedom. So Anyways, guys, ponder that, find ways to act and do what's going to create prosperity for yourself right now. Make it a wonderful and prosperous week and we'll see you later. Hey! Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now.